I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Rowe, and Camus on the SGP podcast. Shut up, Camus. Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stan C. and Romaran together again without Raf Camus for the second straight week because he has been booked out of oh, town. Wow, my booking, sir. Oh, and it's not just an out-of-town booking. It is a booking out-of-town that required him to fly out of town. Oh, and it's uh, to a very exclusive resort. So exclusive that you could schedule your wedding there and then get canceled on after you'd booked it. <laughs> so uh, wherever you are, Camus, uh, best of luck in your endeavor today, this week. So sana may return flight ka. Oh, sana. Sana <laughs> ano, you, you should make sure na may return flight ka. Oh, Valentine's pa naman bukas. Pwede bang yan yan? Pwede naman siguro i-road trip yan. Hindi naman parang... Isla. I wouldn't know. I've never oh, been yeah, to this island. Oh yeah, I've never been to island. that. Yeah. I've never been to Balisin. So yes, that's where Camus is. <laughs> Naunahan pa kami ni Camus sa Balisin. Oh. But good for you, Camus. We're happy for you. Alright. Uh, so yeah, uh, recording this on Get the night paper. before uh, the night before Valentine's. I I'd like to think this is a wise move because I don't want to be driving on oh. Valentine's Day. Totoo, totoo. Regardless of what day it falls on, um, have have you ever had to go out on a date na saktong 14? I don't remember ever doing so. Um, traffic eh, di ba? Yeah, other than the usual commute home, ganon. Uh, nene, asin nagdate ka talaga ng 14. Date. Oh. Parang no, it's always been an unwise idea. Yeah, um, I've been lucky to have been uh, in re- on radio ng 4 to 8 p.m. for the longest time. So pag Feb 14, sumasakto na sa work ako, so hindi ko naabutan, di ba? But now that I've moved to the mornings, I just try to not do anything on the 14th. Because mm. I have a meeting tomorrow night, so I have no idea how that's going to pan yeah, out. Yeah, and I know, I know, I know, I radio tour. Yes, that, that's tomorrow night. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. Please, please pray for Sandata and Martivo. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you're listening to this on the morning of Valentine's Day, then tonight you're going to be hearing Sandata and Martivo on Boys Night Out on Magic. Hey, and then uh, you'll be hearing Sandata again the next morning together with Chris Panzer on Like FM. Your new charge. Yes, if you will. Yes, I'm. I'm very proud that both these guys are going to be going to Like FM. They're going to be interviewed by. Basically, my, my favorite our, professor. Our favorite professor. Yeah, yeah, our favorite professor, the voice of the LRT and, and the voice the, of Globe. The voice of the subscriber cannot be reached. Yes, Miss Pinky Aceron. So she's going to be one of the hosts that uh, Sandat and Chris Panzer will get to talk to. Uh, a clear vet, a clear influence uh, in the radio industry for me. So I'm excited for you guys. Uh, okay, so um, while that's happening, another one of my charges is here on the podcast this week. Main Max is our special guest, and as we found out during the interview, we haven't had him on the podcast for almost four years. Grabe yung mga booking mo, sir. Yeah. Naka, ano, put, naka put on this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what happens when you are, when you're wheeling and dealing. Uh-huh. That's what makes an effective manager. So it's going to be a fun conversation with Main Max. We go through a whole bunch of stuff from uh, the injury to 
coming, coming back, back being MSG, part of MSG. Yeah. He gets into those stories. Gets to talk about being part of the booking team, all that rehabbing the injury. Uh, you know, even teaching his son about wrestling. So that's that's a, those are a lot of fun stories that we'll get to with me, Max. But uh, this week on the podcast, in terms of um, the wrestling world at large, the biggest story is Becky Lynch being kayfabe suspended for the next 60 days. Uh, it finally happened. When we talked about this last week, we didn't know when it was going to happen, but apparently they pulled the trigger now. And not only is Charlotte added to the match, you know, yeah, Becky is suspended for 60 days, meaning uh, in kayfabe, she will not be able to make it to WrestleMania. Okay, before we break it down here on the podcast, I want to tell you uh, about the reactions that I saw in the 36, okay. 48 hours since sure, it sure, happened. Sure, sure, So I've seen people react angrily because one, um, they've seen the story before. We've oh, seen the story oh, before. No Daniel Bryan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, so on and so forth. CM Punk, John CM Cena. Punk, yeah, yeah. Right? So we've seen this before. Dolph Ziggler. Sure. Right? Uh, to another gripe that uh, some fans have, if it's not the same cookie-cutter storyline, it's that... We were robbed of a one-on-one match uh-huh. between Becky and Ronda. Now, we wanted Becky-Ronda. We didn't get it, thanks Naya. Now, we are not getting it again, thanks Charlotte. Three, si Charlotte na naman. Bakit kailangan na, kung kailan main event sa WrestleMania, big opportunity, history-making moment, kailangan kasama na naman si Charlotte. So, those were the three yeah, big points of contention that, that yeah. uh, I read online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm, I've come around since we had this conversation last week. That's good. <laughs> I've come around. So, and okay, I, so I'm guessing that because you've come around, you, find, you found that how they did this, how they wrote the story was satisfactory. Not only satisfactory, I fucking love it. Okay, it's a good. I think it's brilliant because I got worked in a way that it reminded me of 2004 when I started watching wrestling it's a good, it's a good. and I would get worked by the Eric Bischoffs and the Paul Heymans of the world. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, in the moment, naburat ka kasi tanang kupa ni Vince. And then after that, I took a step back and I was like, this is a good story. In fact, I would go so far as saying this is a story WWE wishes that they told in 2014 with Daniel Bryan. Oh, or with Roman Reigns even. Yeah, kasi with Daniel Bryan at least, um, parang walang long-term planning eh. Pabago-bago. Hmm. Like, the, uh, the WWE was fickle in 2014. So what if this was this is their way of learning from those mistakes? But aren't we all the better for it? Nah, they aren't you know uh, casting Becky aside just because they could and just because they want Charlotte and Ronda Rousey to main event. So parang uh, faced with this scenario with these circumstances, parang aren't we supposed to be grateful that they learned their lesson from Daniel Bryan? I think one of the underrated uh, the underrated discoveries. Uh, from from some people online is how self aware they've been with Charlotte. Uh, so uh, they they really just let uh, let her be full heel. Uh, at this point, it's the best look on her. Yeah, um, and the funny thing is, Ronda Rousey has been relegated to a uh, low key minor role. Uh, third party plot device, alam siya yeah. Yeah, at this point, she's no longer the foil necessarily because the foil is really Vince McMahon. She she is pretty much the prop here because she is only. At this point, nagkataon nang na she's a champion, so therefore she must be in the match. So okay, so one of my friends uh, from from the US, we've had him on the podcast, Ray Morale of the NoLookPass.com. Uh, one of his uh, gripes, man, was it becomes about Charlotte. Na siya yung pinag-uusapan. and I told him, na sure you can talk about Charlotte, because right now the spotlight is on her, but this is still Becky's story. Oh yeah, it's, it's all it. about Becky Lynch. Charlotte has no role in this if it, if it were not for Becky Lynch, diba? If it weren't for Becky and Becky getting injured before Survivor Series, Charlotte wouldn't even be in a conversation with Ronda Rousey. 
Yeah. So, uh, um, it, yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry, no, no, I was just going to say that it was only gifted to her then because of Becky's injury. One thing that I, I want to dispute is yung, yung complaint na paulit-ulit. Eh. Ito na naman, authority versus underdog storyline. And, ang, ang, uh, I, I don't know, um, I, I'm not as angry about this as a lot of people are. And I say this because there really isn't anything original anymore. Yeah. Uh, even wrestling has to recycle its own tropes. I mean, like, who? I mean, we get this in Lucha Underground, diba? Right? It's it's Dario Cueto versus the baby face of the temple. Yeah, versus Prince Puma. Yeah, right? versus Rey Mysterio. Oh. So, parang you you're always gonna see an authority figure versus wrestler's story. And kahit sabihin mo na okay, uh, the other stories are original. How about Daniel Bryan? No, that's the Straight Edge Society circa oh. 2019. Oh, tama, tama. Rowan is Luke Gallows. Oh. And Daniel Bryan's uh, um, pro-environment agenda is CM Punk's straight edge agenda. Exactly, yes. It's the same story. So, pinalitan mo lang. So, in this case, they just really uh, switch the characters. Besides, Vince McMahon is a timeless heel archetype. Oh. He, he still, created he still got it. it, actually. I gotta give it to him. He's, he, he was full dick uh, on Raw. And uh, he was the only one who could have pulled it off. I think Triple H could have, though. Yeah, but... Because I was expecting point. him to say yung but. No, pero Triple H was uh, was at that point committed to the role of being tweener. So um, the, at least the the objective face. Okay, um, here's what I gotta ask you now: Does the inevitability of it all bother you? No, because everything is gonna be inevitable. Parang if you deny the fact that stories this like this are inevitable, then you are just robbing yourself of like an opportunity to enjoy it. I say at this point, yes, it's inevitable, but only because there's nothing new under the sun. So at this point, you gotta take a look at how well they execute it and how well each uh, each player in the story uh, plays a role. But what about the fan who says, "But I prefer my stories told like they were being told by M Night Shyamalan. There has to be a twist, or there has to be something I don't see coming." This is a story that, from the outset. Looks like there might not be a whole lot of swerves. Fucking M. Night Shyamalan over, overused his little surprise trope. That's why he, he became a butt. He, he became like the butt of jokes until, after, until, uh, no, until Split. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I loved Split though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that being said, uh, I, I don't mind the inevitability either. That's the thing. Uh, I just want to see this, this story be a vehicle for Becky to really be elevated. Oh. I think that's the end game here, and I Is think it, for once the WWE actually realizes. Um, it. Isn't it? I don't know. Parang, I, th- I think people are mad because there's a, there's a tiny possibility that Becky won't end up the winner here, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I think the moment that as with Brian, uh, they learn their lesson again, and whatever everything is, it's a clear path for Becky to win. Okay, let's let's play devil's advocate here, and let's assume that. There is a chance that Charlotte or Ronda end up winning. Uh-huh. What happens then? Uh, I mean, I, I can't ask you what happens story-wise, but like, does this hurt Becky? Does this... Uh, you know, we'll still tune in. Mm. We're never gonna leave, uh-huh. right? But like, does this hurt Becky if she doesn't win the story? Yeah, of course it hurts her if she doesn't win. But I think that any loss, even at WrestleMania, is only delaying the inevitable. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't happen on Mania, if I think is what you're asking, about right? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna happen sooner or later. It's it can't not happen unless you know Becky is forced to retire or whatever. Knock on wood. <laughs> uh, so so you have you have that, and 
I think one more thing that people don't seem to understand is that WrestleMania isn't for the smarty fans oh, like no us. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, we say this every year and we have to remind people once again, WrestleMania is for the casuals. Chaka, WrestleMania for the casuals being that these casuals don't uh, aren't exposed as exposed to the recycling of tropes as we are. Yeah. Uh, so kilala nila si Ronda, they probably recognize Charlotte kasi anak siya ni Ric Flair. Oh yeah, for sure. Lalo na pag yeah, sinabi Charlotte Flair, di ba? Yeah. Uh, but not all of them may recognize Becky yet. Uh-huh. So, in a way, Charlotte being there kind of does have a purpose. Hmm. Especially given that WrestleMania is for the casuals. Yeah, let Becky be the relatable underdog, na, na rebel, na, na parang stone cold, pero babae. The, the thing about the Stone Cold pa na uh, annoyed me post-Royal Rumble is it didn't seem like she was entirely justified in doing it before. Mm. Now, now she's she justified. Is, yeah, yeah ba? So now that they've really dicked her over, she can do whatever she wants. Because she earned it, she did what they said, she played by the rules, mm. and it got taken away from her still. Uh. As opposed to before, na, yes, there was a bit of well-founded paranoia, but she was acting like a whiny little brat. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, now that... Uh, everything's been laid out this way, I can justify my argument that it's a brilliantly told storyline and I love it. Yeah. Uh, at this point, uh, it's a test. It's a test to see that whether everyone who is supporting Becky will actually support Becky when uh, when push comes to shove. It's not just testing Becky the character. It's testing the, the moral support of the fans. Because at the end of it all, at, at the end of the day, Wrestling is a business in which uh, reactions are measured. Yeah. So, without uh, the appropriate reaction, your favorites are never going to get that push. So, um, I'm Most going to Mania at least. I'm going to Mania this year, Deba. Oh. I'm really excited for this. I've already planned out like shit, that, uh, shit to do over the week, and I've planned out the shirt I'm going to wear, which is my WrestleMania T-shirt. Ch- sorry, sorry. Uh, just to add to what I said. Yeah. It's the reason why Daniel Bryan has become champion. Uh, that's the reason why he became champion on a random episode of SmackDown. It's because every, everyone made their voices heard uh, in 2014, 2015, uh, when he got injured, when he won the championship. And the fact that WWE knows, Vince McMahon knows, that there is an entire nation supporting Daniel Bryan behind the scenes. Uh, that's what makes him uh, assured that, that if they push Bryan, there's something yeah. So it's really just I don't know, everything is one big test. You better make sure you better help Becky pass the test. Yeah, uh, at this point, uh, you know, um, the, the people in WWE kind of know, but they need to be fully. Oh, convinced. they need. Yeah, like uh, her shirts are not on the clearance sale. I'll tell you that. Yes, mahala mga Becky Lynch shirts. Yes, it's a little trolling. Yes, uh, they're pulling your strings a little bit here. They're pulling your leg, pero. At this point, you kind of got to give it to them because if we are not going to change the system by, by boycotting WWE, if we're still going to play by their rules, we might as well do it right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, it's harder than it's, it's a little defeatist, but here is them giving you a path that works. And even if you're Pinoy, even if you're not going to be at WrestleMania, oh. tweet about Becky. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Use the hashtags. Talk about Becky Lynch. Oh. Tag her if you want to tag her, right? Post a photo. Do whatever. Um, at, at the Skinny Mike's viewing party, which is happening, by the way, uh, April 8th, Monday morning at Skinny Mike's, uh, make some noise when Becky Lynch oh, yes, comes out. Absolutely. There's that one guy who always takes a video of our reactions. Yeah. I keep you, forgetting guy. your name. Thank yeah. you, random guy. 
Uh, thank you for always uploading those videos. I know you want to go viral. Yeah. Uh, we're going to help you with that. Uh, at least they are. When, you know, when Becky comes out, take I a video of that. And win. No, no, when Becky wins. Yeah, yeah. Get, capture that moment. And uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that it was captured when Becky won the Rumble. Um, capture the moment when Becky wins at Mania. It, it's going to be big. And it will justify your decision in WWE to really uh, give Becky this opportunity. For one thing, they're kind of sold on her because uh, um, she's, she's considered premium VIP. Oh, no, man. Um, in a month. It, it's it's funny to me how Becky is premium VIP, but the WWE champion isn't. isn't. But that's one of them. He's a man for the people. Yeah, probably. Man of the people. Yeah, seventy dollar discount for Daniel Bryan. You, you basically need to fork over two hundred dollars to meet Becky Lynch, uh-huh. minimum. So, uh, in in a way, WWE kind of knows what they have with Becky. It's just that, as you said, it is a test. Oh, it's a test. Come on, guys. Uh, at this point, you got to leave the biases behind. If you are if you are fully in support of Becky. Yeah, uh, that's the only way now we'll all get to realize the, the dream, the moment. It's like when you support this podcast. Yes, <laughs> which uh, we'd love for you to do, uh, honestly, because we are in no mood to create bonus content for Patreon. Oh, uh, yeah. You so, don't want to pay for this. Yeah, no, 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 you don't. So uh, if you want to support the podcast, by the way, all you have to do is to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and tell everyone on social media that we exist. Oh, that's my There's a podcast for Pinoy fans. By Pinoy fans, and we talk about Becky. We talk about the local wrestling scene. We support Becky. We support Becky a whole lot, and uh, there, there you have it. We, we've uh, laid out the cards on the table. We've told you why we think the Becky storyline, or at least this chapter of the Becky story, which has been pretty well told, uh, you know, zooming out and looking at the last year or so, um, why it makes sense, why you shouldn't be all up in arms just yet, and why what happened on Raw was not like a death knell. Oh no, man. No. Far from it. Not at all. Y- y'all, we all should know better than that. Yes. Right? Now, um, we're going to get to our interview with Main Max. Like we said, he's got a lot of fun stories. And it's going to happen right about now. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb. And you're listening to the SGP Podcast. We've got a very special guest with us on the SGP Podcast this week. And this is a guest who's never made an appearance despite being an OG huh? in PWR. Where are yeah. Ah, ah. No, I, I forget. I forget. Oh it, God, it's God. been a while. Uh, it also it says a lot about one, the longevity of the podcast, and two, the longevity of this guy. Because, like I said, he's one of the OGs of PWR. Please welcome my client, Main Max. Hello. What's up? Yeah. Welcome back, Max. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Uh, do you remember kung kailan tayo huli nag-record? Because I don't Yes. Uh, no. Uh, Parang yung first is after the first Renaissance, and oh, then we tama, tama. and then yung pangalawa with Jan Sebastian the week before the first Revolution X. Wow! Sama ba bumong ano? Bumong Royal Flush nyan? And kami dalawa ni Basta. Ah, yeah. Okay, wow! So it's been a while. Kasi yeah. yung first Revo X was in 2015. Yes. And we're approaching the fifth Revo X. Shit. <laughs> In 2019, <laughs> so it's uh, it's been way too long. Uh, can we try to explain this? Why it's been so long? Um, you ha- you have a full time job, de ba? Yeah. Uh, ma 2016 din ata ng full time job and ayon medyo conflict sa schedule and ayon wala na trabaho so pwede na. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. in between jobs. Oh. Yeah. Lapit na, lapit na. Mm, lapit na. So the future endeavors are on their way. 
Yeah. Uh, do you want to uh, let everyone know what your your day job is? Because uh, we in uh, in PWR we have all sorts uh, of day jobs. Like I mean, you'll be surprised that a certain all out war champion is an architect. <laughs> you'll be surprised that uh, a certain kakai bro knows his way around graphics. Uh, so what what is the day job of a main max? Ayon, nagtatrabaho ko sa isang before ako nagresign, nagtatrabaho ko sa isang BPO company, so okay. sa akong call center. Okay. <laughs> call center agent. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, I think you're one of several, di ba, sa PWR? Yeah, marami rin naman. Marami rin. Na sa BPO nagtatrabaho. And yeah. that explains why, um, if you've seen the guys after the show, iba nagmamadaling umalis. Uh, uh, Kasi may sunglasses. Oh. Were you one of those guys? Ah, uh, hindi. Uh, sa, ano, thankfully and luckily naman na uh, yung schedule ko is, ano, is nakuha ko yung weekend. So, nakapag-training din naman ako after lang. Nakapag-training ako ng Sunday or after ng uh, ng show. Wala, 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 namang, wala namang pasok. Kaya medyo maluwag ng schedule. I think pag-viewing party like WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, medyo perfect attendance ka rin, di ba? <laughs> yeah. Kasi ano, linggo pa sa USA. Mm, tama, tama. Sunday night pa yeah. naman. Yeah, the perks of working for a US company. You get to have your Sundays and Mondays yep. off instead of Saturday, Sunday. Kaya sakto sa WrestleMania lagi. Yun. Sa mga pay-per-view. Right. Um, so, uh, since the first, uh, since the last time that we had you on, so much has changed. Uh, we yes. didn't even get to have you on in the injury card, right? Mm, yeah, yeah. I think we can uh, start from there as a takeoff point because like that uh, that injury was really... Um, or even before the injury, like the breakup of the Royal Flush, uh, yeah. that and then the injury, those were two really big points of your career. So let's start with the departure mo from the Royal Flush and you became your own guy. Um, how was that like for you? Because uh, for the longest time, you'd operated as a silent heel character and then you get paired up with Crystal. You have this amazing match and mm-hmm. then from there, you shift your character. Mo. How was that like for you? Yeah... Feeling ko rin kasi parang kailangan ko na rin parang mag-shift ng character during that time. And okay naman, parang dun, feeling ko kasi dun ako mas komportable. Uh, Inagkaroon ako ng match with Crystal. And uh, ayun, ma- medyo na-enjoy ko siya. Yung, yung medyo nawala, la- nawala ko sa Royal Flash. Pero alam ko, ano, PHX champion pa rin ako nun. So ayun, na-enjoy ko yung pagiging champion nun hanggang ano before ma-drop ko siya nung early 2017. Yep. Ito yung time na PWR was beginning to put itself back together. Oh, no? because after, we were, yeah, after you. <laughs> yeah, we were coming off of that uh, that dark era. Yes. <laughs> um, what, what was it like for you having worked closely with him during those times? Actually, uh, wala akong idea sa nangyari nung kasi parang during the Batanes, uh, medyo parang medyo bago pa ako sa trabaho nun kaya hindi ako nakasama and then yung makulit na nung PWR first PWR sa showdown doon ko na nalaman na may nangyari ng ganong kalokohan na ah, may may, uh, may nangyari ng parang hindi maganda dun sa nangyari sa show sa Batane so parang ako wala, wala akong idea talaga Ano feelings mo though? Kasi you're one of the OGs ng PWR. Yeah. So nakita mo to from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you knew all of all of the people who started it. And then two years down the road, uh, you know, a bunch of you were still there. And then something like this happens just two years after you start yung PWR. So as uh, someone who started uh, with the Batch 1 uh, wrestlers, ano feelings mo nun? 
uh, yun, medyo disappointed dahil dun nga sa nangyari dun sa dating president ng PWR and ayun okay naman dahil yung pumalit is really mas magaling or mas magaling mag- na-handle niya yung PWR ng mas maganda mas maayos at nalaro, na, nalayo na rin sa ano sa mga kapahamakan na, na ano. <laughs> so as you know as as that era ended so did yeah. yung end of the royal flush she became a baby face was there um was there a specific instruction at that time na oh max you're going to turn face ngayon or was it more of pinakiramdaman ninyo yung crowd and then that's where tsaka, it naturally went tsaka mas gusto mo bang maging face uh, during that time siguro yeah I must trip ko maging baby face pero ma-share ko lang nung uh, binuka ko uh, sa PWR live road to Revolution X ang original plan talaga sa akin is wala talaga akong match nun then ang, bu- ang alam kong booker pa ata nun eh, si Frederick Mahaba, si Red, and the other people na wala na ata ngayon. Ayun, uh, eh, nagkaroon ako ng medical, parang sugat, <laughs> sugat sa pa, okay. <laughs> hindi gumagaling. Then, ayaw nila akong, ayaw nila akong i-book. Then, kinausap ko si Yusuf, na yung dating president noon, na bakit wala akong match, ganun. Dahil nga daw may injured daw ako. And then yun, nagpasa ako ng medical na pwede naman ako. Then, then message sa akin si Red na okay, buka na. Ang, mak- ang makulit niya doon is ano, sabi ko, sige, okay lang kahit pre-show, pre-show lang ako. And then mamaya-maya later on, uh, nag-message, congrats Max, you'll be the next PHX champion. Sigurad na gulat ako. <laughs> ang ina-expect ko is pre-show nga lang talaga eh. Or magkaroon lang ako ng match nun. So yun na. That was the show sa Paranaque, diba? When you yeah. defeated Bombay Suarez. Yeah, Bombay Suarez sa si Ken Warren. Yeah, tama, tama. That was a three-way. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, yung backstage natin doon, nasa stage ng gym. Tapos kurtina lang din yung nakatakip sa atin. Yeah, para um, nasa yes, likod yes, tayo ng basketball court. Yeah. Tapos sa tayo, we were trying to squint through kung ano yung makita natin through the black cloth and whatever yeah, so light that next time. Oh, so pa-init nun. Those are the days. <laughs> Ayan niya. Pero yun nga, during that time, parang nag-iisip na rin ako na ano. Medyo kumulit na rin kasi yung character nung parang ayoko na masyado maging seryoso. So, yun din na nagkaroon ng ano, parang during mga kalagitna, kalagitnaan ng rain ko na sabi nila. During after ng match mo kay Crystal pwede ka na mag-turn face. Ganyan. Actually, nirequest ko yan dalawang match, two match na luckily, naging maganda naman yung result which is kay Crystal and then after that kay Sandata. Yung after nung match kay Sandata, dun ako na full baby face. Yeah, kasi so you had that uh, sign of respect afterward. Yep. Uh, that championship reign would take you all the way to Bagong Yugto, diba? 2017. Yes. And then you uh, lost the title to Peter Versoza. That was the same show na Canyon Seaman and Chris Marsh of WWE were there. They scouted it. Yeah. So, um, what was going through your mind given uh, I, I, I'm, I can say for sure that a lot of the guys in the locker room, a lot of the guys and the girls really felt the pressure. Uh, what was the pressure like for you? Uh, siyempre, so, sobrang pressure din na siyempre. Uh, as a wrestler, gusto mo rin, ano eh, gusto mo rin parang makuha yung attention nila. Parang grab mo na rin opportunity na nandyan sila. And, ayun nga, uh, nakaka-pressure pero nag-stay focus lang din ako nun. And 
to share also muti ka na rin ako hindi magkaroon ng ano muti ka na rin ako hindi magkaroon ng match noon dahil parang two weeks before noon nagkasakit ako na admit ako sa ospital wow and sinikreto ko lang kasi gusto kong magmatch eh okay kaya yun medyo niregret ko siya kasi pagdating dun sa pagdating dun sa match sobrang gas na gas talaga ako pero okay lang buti natapos ko rin after what did you have at the time do you remember oh, ano yung sakit uh, parang nagkasakit ako nung parang nilagnat ako ata isang linggo nun tapos pagka-check ko sabi ng doktor is may problema daw sa heart oh pero what? after the test wala naman <laughs> naman daw oh, parang inadmit lang parang na-confine lang ako nun para ano eh para sa mga exams and, ano, ah, okay. para hindi naman siya not, nothing serious naman pero alam mo yun yung nakakain yung oras mo yun na paghahanda na paghahanda doon sa match na mangyayari sa bagong ito so nobody knew na he had that potential uh, heart issue yeah until until nakalabas ako then until nakita ata nila sa social media na nasa hospital ako pero <laughs> nakalabas na ako <laughs> so no one talked to you naman wala nagsabi na oh hindi ka nagsabi na na hospital ka pala <laughs> yeah parang all, one cent away na ako nun ano eh one cent away na ako sa booking team na ah, magkakabakit, ano, uh, may sakit ako, relinquish ko na yung title. <laughs> Pero, hindi, tinaray ko pa rin. Sabi ko, okay naman siguro, pakiramdam ko. So, yun, tinaray ko naman na siya. Yun, yun. Dahil ba, dahil ba yung sasakit, uh, uh, kaya mo, kaya ka natalo ni Peter Versosa? Or, kaya yun ba dapat yung plano? Uh, yun. Madapat, uh, medyo inside na. <laughs> Pero, may okay. Dapat, yeah. yeah, it's been two years. <laughs> yeah, d- dapat magkakaroon tayo ng terminus at anon. Ah, pero ano, pero, oh yeah, alam na, pero dun, dahil kay, ano, dahil dun sa UTR, <laughs> dahil sa utang natin sa BIR, <laughs> na-cancel yung naman, uh, terminus. No, but there's a bright side to it naman, di ba? Kasi yeah. we figured out na having terminus in December is not a good idea. Yeah. Kasi oh. kalaban mo Christmas yeah. season, ang, traffic. Ang thing kasi is, yung last show that year was October. Yeah. So, walang November show din. Parang meron. I don't know. Wala, wala ba? Okay. Wala okay. Suplex Sunday, October yun eh. Yeah. So, uh, mm. dapat yung terminus, November or December. Kaya medyo mat- mahaba-haba yung pahinga na. Oo. Uh. Ayun. Kaya, yun din. Accidental lang din talaga naging ano, longest reigning PHX champion na ba? <laughs> Kasi kinansel eh. Kinansel yung terminus eh. What, what can you do, di ba? Yeah. I mean, in, in that case, it wasn't really something that you wanted to happen. Yep. So it was a happy accident, um, you know, <laughs> to, to some extent. So you lose it, uh, the championship, and then two months later at PWR Live Mainit, that's when the injury happens yeah. in the main event against John Sebastian. So I wasn't there when it happened, but I know that uh, not long after the opening bell, you injured, and then people just started rushing to the ring, checking up on you. Um, how did you know that something was wrong? nag-stamp lang ako nung sa pad oh. ni John Sebastian tapos yun, na-injured na yung parang nakita ko nakita ko na ano, parang na-dislocate na talaga yung tuhod ko parang nag-bend na siya nang hindi dapat talaga nag-bend oh, yeah. tapos yun pag, pagkakita ko uh, yun na urge, uh, urgency ko na yun uh, na humiga and then na, naibalik ko yung pa ako pero dislocated na siya ayun medyo first yun yan nakainis kasi parang wala pa first 5 minutes na minutes ng match na injured kagad ako eh pero yung mga para sa mga hindi nakakalam 
this occasion talaga nangyari? Yeah, uh, okay. pagka-stamp ko, para nasa submission mo, para nasa Indian deathlock ata ako. Okay, ah. John Sebastian. Then, when I released the submission, uh, nag-stamp ako. Sabi ko, med- siguro medyo cool na taas ako yung talon. <laughs> Kaya pagtalong ko, hindi ko na na-notice na nag-land awkwardly nga talaga yung left foot ko and then yung bigat na napunta sa tuhod and then yung right foot ko is nakataas pa kasi parang i-stamp yun ang pang-stamp ko dapat sa tuhod ni John Sebastian kasi yun, yun ang parang tinatarget ko yeah. during that match yeah, ayun, dun nga nangyari pag ano, na-dislocate talaga so uh, that happens um, mm-hmm. the frustration set in but what is the first thought that ran through your mind? Uh, akala ko fracture ng, kasi may history marami na rin akong history ng bali sa katawan uh-huh. kaya nung ginalaw ko yung daliri ko sabi ko uh, siguro wala namang fracture but nung tinry ko siyang nakastraight na kasi siya nun, nung try, tinry ko siyang binend <laughs> nandun na sumakit sabi ko hindi na parang nag, na-dislocate na nga talaga. Ano ito, sa ER or sa ring? Sa ring mismo. So, um, I remember pinasok na agad yung stretcher and yeah. then uh, you were carried out. Uh, uh-huh. you know, the show and the match abruptly came to an end and then lumabas na si Chris Panzer to set up yung uh, feud nila ni John Sebastian. Um, do you remember who was with you dun sa trip to the hospital and sa hospital mismo? Yeah, uh, nandun si, siyempre, the, the wife, uh, ang anak ko, and then si JDL and then si si senior referee Matt Rojas. So um can you describe yung scene as it uh, as you remember it? Sa ring mismo. Ah, then yung ano na yung sa hospital like what was the mood at the time? Like were you calm? Were you uh, were you panicky tapos they were trying to calm you down? Sino yung mas relax? Kumbaga. <laughs> mas relax siguro sila eh. Mas relax sila. Ako parang medyo frustrated ako kasi hindi ko natapos yung match. Mm. And then, Revolution X season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, parang nasa isip ko na, ah, mamimiss ko yung makakapag-wrestling uh, ba ako sa Revo X or hindi. Mm. Ayun, sobrang frustrated din na, ano, sana hindi ko na lang, parang nasa isip ko, sana hindi ko na nga lang ginawa yung nag-stamp ako. Pero, nang, eh, nangyari na. And then, sila naman hindi din. Yung eh. Mm, hindi. Eh, sila naman, yung mga nasa kasama ko nang nasinugod sa hospitalist sila pa yung mas kalmado. Did you know na you were gonna be out for a long time or ano yung unang sinabi ng doctor na okay, maka-clear ka lang after X weeks or X months? Yeah, sabi nung ano, uh, uh, kwento ko na rin, sabi nung doctor, kasi in x-ray, dislocated, patela nga, and then binalik, which is napakasakit. <laughs> Sobrang sakit. Uh, umi- sumisigaw ako doon, tapos naalala, ano ako tinatakpan yung bibig ko. <laughs> Ayan, tapos ang sakit eh. Sabi nila, uh, mga 4 weeks, okay na daw oh. Sabi nila And then nilagyan na ka ni brace And then, and then after nun uh, Okay na daw May Magaling na kasi dislocated lang Pero parang uh, Nagkaroon ng pasa sa likod Which is ano, Piling ko meron talagang May mas malalapang injury Ayan, nagpa-MRI kami and yun nga, lumabas niya na medyo ay full tier ng PCL tapos partial tier, tier ato ng ACL parang 
Dahil Alas, sa dislocation ba ba? I, hindi or kasabay ko, lang? Parang ganun. Hindi ko sure eh. Pero yun nga, halos 50% ng uh, Nico eh, sira nga nun. Pero may... Naroon daw bootcamp days pa yun. Wala pang renaissance. Bago mag-renaissance. Ah, okay. Uh, nagkaroon na rin ako ng problem sa tuhod. As in yung left knee na yun? Oo. Oh, yun nga. Yun nga. Sumakto na rin na ano, kalibang tuhod yung nadali nun. And doon na rin siguro, sabi ko nga, piling ko doon na, na, na bumigay. Kaya ayun, na-injured ako. Yun. Sabi naman nila, sabi ng doktor, hindi ko siya pina-surgery kasi. Surgery or wala. Hindi na babalik yung PCL. Okay. Kaya ayun, rehab-rehab lang pa. Patigas lang ng legs. Kaya ang ginawa ko ano. So basically, you're, uh, you let the injury heal on its own? Yep. So at what point uh, were you able to determine na ito na, ready na? Through, after uh, several months of rehab lang talaga? Mm, self-rehab lang ginagawa ko. Basta parang sinesearch ko lang kung anong pwedeng maging exercise na makakatulong sa knee. And then, alam ko, s- nag-start ako mag-bump ulit uh, mga July. <laughs> Mabilis lang yung after yun. Mga after three months, nagbabump na ako. Hindi nagro-roll. Uh, siguro, tuloy-tuloy, de- after no- hanggang July, dire-diretso hanggang December na tuloy-tuloy yung parang rehab sa tuhod. Na pag, uh, mga exercise, ganun. Na-realize na- re- na- siguro, uh, mga January siguro. January of 2018? Yeah. <laughs> na ready ka na? Uh, kasi six months in yun, from July to December. Six months na nagtitraining ka, you were mm-hmm. taking bumps, nag-roll ka, tapos hindi ka pa naman nabubok, hindi mo pa yep. inaalaw yung sarili mo na ma-clear. Um, two questions here. The first was, clearly there was something driving you to come back. Kasi the injury happened ng March, July, you were back at training. Mm-hmm. What drove you to you know come back so soon? Uh, madami. Madaming parang naging motivation ko to come back talaga. Nandiyan yung after, siguro nung after ng injury, uh, tumutulong lang din ako sa backstage, sa official stable. And then, marami pa rin nakakilala sa akin din. Kinakamusta nga ako kung kailan ako babalik. Yung mga certain people na hindi ko ka-close or hindi ko kakilala, tinatanong ako kailan ako babalik. And then, yung family nga din na bumalik ka, kaya mo yan. Bata ka pa naman. Na, yun nga, parang nakaplano. Plano ko na rin talaga. Goal ko na is Goal ko for 2018 kasi is makabalik talaga sa PWR, makapag-wrestling ulit. So, sinet ko na yung goal ko na by 2018, by next year, uh, makabalik nga, makapag-wrestling ulit ako. So, mga December or January na pinlano na by March, by path of goal, babalik na ako. So, what held you back though? Kasi, yung you had that six-month period. Ano yung, uh, was, it, was there doubt? Was there fear na baka ma-injure ako ulit or that the rehab is probably not taking as fast uh, or is not as fast as I want it to be? What what kept you from coming back earlier? Like, November or October? Hindi, parang sinet ko na rin sarili ko na ano yun. Sinet ko na yung sarili ko na bababalik ako after a year or 10 to 10, month, 10 to 12 months. So, mga during that, wala, wala talaga akong planong bumalik. Just, basta training lang, training lang. And during that time din, uh, inassign din nila ako sa part ng booking team ng PWR. So, during that time, medyo parang may 
may ginagawa naman ako na iba nun. Kaya medyo na-enjoy ko rin yung ano, pagiging, uh, pagiging inactive ko sa ringnan. How is it different for you? Uh, in yung time uh, na dati, you weren't involved sa creative process. Mm. Now you're more directly involved. So like, uh, what what's what part about it do you enjoy? Uh, masaya kasi gusto ko ng spoilers eh. <laughs> Kaya nakikita ko yung mga plano, uh, nakikita ko yung mga plans na layout then uh, Konti lang naman natutulong ko dun, to be honest. Pero masaya naman siya. Nakikita mo yung, ano, nakikita mo yung plans, leaning Revo X, mga, mga for the big events natin. Meron ka bang isang storyline na na-contribute na nakita natin today? Like, uh, na-proud ka na nangyari siya? Oh, uh, yeah. Madami, madami rin. Bigyan ka lang sa example. The Tag Team Battle Royale. Okay. Uh, Hindi binikamos. Yep. Uh, isip ko lang. Wait lang. Uh, madami. Pero most likely mga ano lang mga hindi naman siya mga pre-show or main show lang alam ko uh, wait na uh, eh, meron at uh, meron din kay Brad Cruz kaso <laughs> na natanggal eh sinudlot <laughs> oh sinudlot <laughs> see while you're trying to remember a story na you were really uh, mm-hmm. you're really proud of na nakita natin nag-unfold um, who among the wrestlers or who among the uh, the people backstage do you enjoy working with creatively? Uh, a wrestler or yeah, yeah, or anyone, anyone from from PWR. Na when it comes to the creative process, pag pitch ng storylines, uh, sino yung feel mo na stimulating creativity mo or ang sarap magbatuhan ng ideas with them? Sure, nung nandun ako is i ang ang parang part of the booking team din si Red Eric Mabor si Red. Ayun nga, nung sumali na ako ng booking team, um, na-plot na rin naman yung mga, ano nun, mga plano nun. Uh, ang isa kong gustong parang katrap-work lagi is JDL. JDL kasi parang yun yung part na the Wallis, ano? The <laughs> JDL level story. Yeah, parang pinuput over niya lang yung mga ibang tao, which is parang feeling ko is sobrang sarap work mm-hmm. and then ako rin din ah uh, yun yun isa rin ako sa nagpusa kanya na ano uh, GDL if uh, na mag- maging PHX champion and then uh Dax siya Dax o oh, wala nang oh, wala nang walang plans pero wala hindi siya nagbabato ng plan niya pero oh, wala nang oh. and then syempre the Naughty Boys yan yan yung mga magagaling ma sarap ka work kasi may sarili silang idea. And then Mike Madrigal, yan yung mga parang nung pumasok ko sa booking team, parang meron na akong listahan ng ano, to, to ipupush na people kasi nakita ko na masipag, uh, mag- magaling ka work, and yun yan, ma- ma- maayos ka usap, parang wala masyadong reklamo sa booking. When you writing stories, and when you throwing ideas around with yung mga members ng booking team, anong hinahanap mo? Like, what do you want to see in a story? Or ikaw, like, when you when you see a story unfold, when you watch wrestling, ano yung gusto mong makita? Siguro, Usually, sorry, sorry, go. go. Siguro yung ano, yung parang, pag, kaya gusto ko rin na, ano, nung, during the injured time, gusto ko rin na nanonood sa labas, sa gilid, sa official stable, para tignan ko, sino bang maganda or pwedeng i-book na maayos. 
And yun nga, na, depende sa kung gusto ba siya ng tao or hindi. Uh, ayun. Has there been... Um, I was gonna ask if there's mm. someone na medyo mahirap sulatan uh, you know, to, to write for, but I, I I'd rather not go down that road. Okay, so uh, you're part of the booking team. You come back ng Path of Gold. Uh, we come out together and you go up against Mike Madrigal. Uh, you had you mentioned na kanina na Mike Madrigal was someone na you identified as someone you wanted to write for. Was he at the top of your list that you really wanted to work with as soon as makabalika? Yep, uh, I think Ma- Mike Madrigal is the. Kasi during the, the, the training, sa training, tinitigdan ko rin kung sino yung mga masasipag mong training, ganun. And isa doon si Mike Madrigal nga na parang pagbalik ko, ay gusto ko tong i-put over or gusto ko magka-match, magkaroon ng match sa kanya. What about him stood out? Like aside from masipag sa training, what, what about his work stands out para sa'yo? Siguro yung character. So, so parang yung nagchant lang yung tao sa kanya ng kupal parang inabsorb niya na talaga eh na ayun na yun, yun na yung character niya na kahit binubo siya ng tao wala siyang pakialam sige bato pa rin niya ng ano binubugbog niya pa rin yung kalaban niya kaya ayun parang naging gusto parang dun, dun ko siya nagustuhan na sa, uh, sa character ni Mike Madrigal <laughs> so uh, we come out together and uh, you go through this run na uh, you challenge for the PHX Championship and then uh, taking on the Kakai Bros the first time and then you challenge for the PWR Championship. Uh, that stretch, that that little stretch right there, um, what what moment stood out to you? Wait, wait, wait. How are you going to gloss over the fact that you formed an alliance together? Yeah, I was, was going to let him bring that, bring that up. Okay, since I'm the third person here, I will bring it up. So, what is the MSG? How did it all begin? Who had the idea? Who brought it up with who? Tapos kailan siya nagstart? Sige, sige. I might remember it differently from Max. Eh. So okay. I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay. Yung pagkaka pagkakaalala ko is after nung Bendeta, yung natali yung Team C. Ah. Noon, syempre parang fired na si Mr. Sinon. Yeah. And then after ng event, may inuman tayo ng ganun. Then lumapit sa akin si Stan, si Mr. C. Then sabi niya sa akin, gusto ko mag-manage ng tao. Eh ako lang ko alam alam noon. Wala parang wala pa akong plano bumalik noon. Nabigyan ako ng mga pangalan sa kanya na pwedeng ibigay na pwedeng niyang i-manage, pwedeng niya maging client, ba? And then ayun, na parang think Owen or JD na nagsabi na uh, once bumalik ka, uh, magiging manager mo na si Mr. C. And then sabi ko, sige, okay game. May magsasalita na para sa akin. Masaya na yan. See, I don't remember this part. I think uh, I think I was pretty drunk after Vendetta. Wow. <laughs> yeah, kaya hindi ko to maalala. Okay. I I remember having conversations with people about managing. Oh yeah, I I, I know that. Yeah, you know that, diba? Uh, I think I talked to John Sebastian. The conversation with you really na bumablanco sa akin kasi nga, uh, oh, it's probably pretty slush na at the time. Uh, I remember si Basti din yung lumapit sa akin at nagsabi na, alright, uh, we're gonna pair you up with Max, this is gonna happen. And then ito yung timeline, February, March, ganyan. Uh, so after that, for me, it was it was fun kasi um, I get to write from your point of view. Mm-hmm. So like, those first few shows from the Mike Madrigal promo, uh, going up against Crystal, then the Kakai Bros, then uh, yung opponents mo on the way to uh, Ralph for the PWR Championship, it was always trying to find something creative 
and challenge siya kasi how do we make it relatable for the fans? Uh, so, like, I remember one of the first things that I talked to you about was, can we bring your family into the story? Because uh, you mentioned you have a wife, you have a kid. Uh, mm-hmm. your, your son, Nigel, is four, right? Four yep. or five? Four. Four years old. Uh, so, like, how do, we, how do we get people to bite into it and be sympathetic towards you? So that's uh, what I really wanted to build towards. <laughs> Um, here, here's a question I've wanted to ask and uh, I've asked you this off air but I guess it would be nice for our listeners to find out sure uh, your son's name is Nigel is he named after the great Nigel McGuinness uh, kinda <laughs> kasi uh, ang, yung mom niya nagbigay ng pangalan ng Nigel sabi niya Nigel pag, after nung sabi niya Nigel oh may kapangalan na wrestler sige pwede na yan <laughs> pero were you a fan of Nigel McGuinness uh di masyado kasi hindi, hindi naman ako masyadong hindi pero kilala ko siya mm-hmm. so yun may kapangalan ka na wrestler ayoko namang pangalanan siya ng ng Undertaker or <laughs> medyo decent naman yung Nigel kaya sige okay okay that works that works <laughs> Undertaker <laughs> so uh, we go through this run uh, you main event PWR Renaissance uh, just what five months after having come back um did you feel at the time na ito na, na-achieve ko na yung gusto kong ma-achieve since coming back from the injury? Or uh, did you feel like, uh, wala, andito na tayo, you might as well just go through this. Like, how how ready did you feel given na, you know, it, it was only a handful of shows and then andun na tayo. Uh, we were there in the main event against mm-hmm. the, the PWR champion. Natutatakot uh, talaga ako nung kasi... May phobia na ako of ano, main eventing na. <laughs> Understandable given what you've gone through. Yeah, and dami ko sinadjust kay John Sebastian na, oh, i-inhibit na natin yung PHX, i-inhibit na natin yung PW Championship. Then sabi niya, uh, sabi niya sa akin, Max, I, uh, I believe in you naman. Kaya, <laughs> ang ginawa ko na din, naniwalong din ako sa sarili ko. Hmm. And, ayun, na, nandiyan na eh, uh, wala na, Ang dami kong finish na mag-main event, pero gusto nila mag-main event yung PWR Championship. So, like, how many matches yeah. on the card did you pitch na? Sige, ito na lang, or ito na lang. Da. Mga ilan, mga top, dalawang championship matches, yung tag team championship. Kasi maganda yung rivalry ng Naughty Boy sa Canadian na dyan, si Marshall. Sabi ko, okay, mag-main event na, or yung PHX <laughs> Championship na, ano, na Ken Warren versus JDL. Kasi, yan din, isang, isang matagal ko na lang gusto mangyari yung JDL and Ken Warren. <laughs> Eh, wala. Gusto nila talaga mag-main event ka. Kaya, sige, game. Saka masarap naman, ano, masarap ka trabaho si Ralph. And then, I appreciate how he builds up the, during, sinabi niya sa akin to, uh, he builds the submission move, which is the armbar. Para mm. lang sa akin. Which is, ginawa niya kay Zayden, kay Kotohiro. And then, parang ang build up nun is, uh, maging finisher siya, maging solid siya para pag ginawa sa akin is alam ng tao. And kaya, kaya ang sarap, ang na-enjoy ko lang ano, kamasira. So, nung time din, that was August, um, uh, your fifth, sixth show um, since coming back, was the knee uh, still bothering you at the time? And does the knee still bother you now? Yes. May, may awkward uh, parang position na parang feeling ko nagbabakal yun ni ko. Kaya kailangan pag nasa ring ako, uh, lagi nakasot-sot ko yung knee brace, which is nakakainis kasi ang hirap gumalaw. Uh, 
I think a lot of people don't understand it. Kung ano yung uh, impact nun. Because for some people, ah, ano lang, it's just an additional piece of gear slapped onto oh, your knee. Cool. Yeah. So for you as a wrestler, as a performer, how can you um, describe para sa non-wrestler yung feeling na there's a knee brace and then you have to move around ng suot-suot mo yun? Na, na medyo limited lang talaga yung galaw mo. Kasi parang may bakal siya doon na nakalak para hindi siya, hindi siya ma, parang hindi mag-bend ng awkward yung tuhod mo. Mm. Parang nangyari sa akin. Which is yung eksaktong nangyari sa akin doon na-injured ako. Yeah. Kaya, ayun, parang nakalak na siya ba- may bakal sa paamok. Napakahirap, masikip, ang hirap gumalaw. Pero kailangan may eh. Kaya pag tinatry ko mag-keep up yung dati ko ginagawa, hindi, mag- hindi ko na magawa eh. Kasi, ano eh, na- nakaharang yung bakal eh. Uh, buti lang kapag worm ka pa. Oo, oh, yun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yun. Kaya naman yun. Okay, so after um, after the main event match against Ralph Mabayashi, we go to home front. And then that's when the Sandata storyline begins. Mm-hmm. And um, MSG starts to form. Mm-hmm. So, um... How involved were you in the creative process of that uh, that story and you know uh, putting the team together? Actually, di ko naman talaga. Uh, idea ko na is magkaroon pa ng other member from the Mr. C's group and ayun nga. Eh, napaka given naman na sobrang given na iad si Sandata. So Sandata, so I go with Sandata na rin kasi. Um, nagkaroon na rin kayo ng promo for MWF and then yung sa China. Yeah, yeah. Sabi ko, oh, piling ko, piling, ako lang, nagsabi, piling ko magiging MSG to eh. <laughs> Kaya, ayun, sabi ko, parang naging formation na yun. And, yung Hilton, medyo napaaga rin, pero, I think we can talk about it at this point. Kasi, yeah, um, heal, heal na rin kayo. Yeah, heal na rin eh. I mean, like, at, at this point in the timeline, Feb 2019, it would have happened anyway. Like, in the, in the parallel universe in which the heel turn was delayed. <laughs> okay, the so the plan for the heel turn was when? Uh, the plan for the heel turn was around this time, February, yeah. March. Okay, dapat niya yun. Dapat niya yun, di ba? So we were supposed to still be sort of baby facey against the Naughty Boys. Because mm-hmm. we were in that storyline with them. And then, napaaga yung heel turn, kaya we had it ng October against sina Camus and Tutan. Kasi ni Camus to eh. <laughs> <laughs> so may nag-pitch? Or it was someone from the Naughty Boys na nag-pitch? Someone from the Naughty Boys na nag-pitch hmm. sabi na pwede ba mag-heel na lang sila para medyo spicy talaga yung story na batuhan ng kung ano-ano. Yeah. So, sabi, okay, mag-heel na kami. So, and then, feeling ko din nun, na-miss ko rin yung pagiging, ano, hindi naman ako bully, pero yung pagiging makulit ko sa ring na kung ano na pinagagawa ko. Kaya, sige, sa feeling ko, as, as, as a wrestler, parang feeling ko na mas feel ko na ngayon maging heel. Parang mm-hmm. nag, nagbalik, bumaligtad naman this year. Kasi parang face, may, nung naging face ako, ah, wala na. Hindi, medyo, hindi kapanipaniwala na binububugo kasi malaking tawa ko. So, feeling ko, mas, mas, makaka-relate yung mga tao. Pag ako yung nambububog ng wrestler. Yeah, because you're a legit six-footer. Uh, you're so, over. You're legit over 200 pounds, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, um, given na... Uh, uh, let's be real. The, the folks at PWR, we're not the John Cena's of the world. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of us would qualify for 205 Live. <laughs> so, someone like Main Max really stands out as a Goliath. As to, a bruiser. Yeah, yeah as, as, as a bruiser, but to the rest of their relative Davids. Mm. So, um, sabi mo na yung kakulitan na nagagawa mo as a heel, hindi mo magawa as a face. But then again, I remember, as a face, may konting kulit din yung character mo eh. 
So ano yung mga kakulitan na nagagawa mo lang as a heel na hindi feel mo hindi mo matap into as a face? Yung ano, nagbabackrick ng likod. <laughs> okay. Yung ginawa namin sa ano, sa Vendetta. Yeah. Yun, nahawa na rin ako ng ano eh. Kumbaga, kumbaga sa Royal Flash Legacy, naha, dun, nahawa ko sa kakupalad ni John Sebastian eh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wag na yung isa. Wag na yung isa. Yan, yan. Nahawa na ako. Nung nag-tag team kami, na-enjoy ko yun. Yung medyo mga parang three straight shows ata na tag team lang kami ni John Sebastian. Ayun, nahawa na ako ng kakupalan niya and other shit na ginagawa niya siya rin. Yun, sabi ko, hindi ko, man, hindi ko siya magawa as face eh. Kaya yeah. nung nag-heal ako, parang nakawala na ako sa kulungan. <laughs> I think I feel the same way. Like, uh, when we turned heel, uh, in terms of cutting promos on the mic, parang wala, wala, nga, wala ning shackles, wala ning you chains. You are having so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Okay, Everyone yeah. is having so much fun. Uh, I, I want to ask for your point of view. Because like, a lot of the things I say, I barely run it through you. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm representing you, I'm representing Sandata. So, has there been a time I've said something out there that you just went, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it's caught you super off guard na wait wait lang ah uh, wala naman yung last promo mo tawa lang ako tawad sa backstage na oh ito nakatawa nga sa backstage oh uh, medyo heel siya pero marirealize ng tao na tama naman yung sinasabi mo ah <laughs> uh, um let, let's go back to John Sebastian a bit because uh, you mentioned him a lot uh, having his influence rub off on you and I think a lot of people uh, probably don't realize how, how he thinks uh, in, in terms of wrestling and in terms of storytelling because he's very quirky but he also uh, he, he gets it he mm-hmm. gets how to tell a story um, I remember when uh, when you Alliance Natin started uh, he already had a plan all the way till the following year's Wrestle, uh, Re- Revolution X Yeah. so April pa lang ata in 2018 yeah. he already saw uh, far ahead up until 2019. Yeah. And I I remember telling him na that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Oh, kasi dami pwede mangyari. Yeah. Mm. Yun nga, dami pwede mangyari. Parang so, kaka-add niya lang dun sa ano. Parang si Owell ato nagsabi na let's add John Sebastian sa booking team. And then parang the week after nun, pinil pin niya na hanggang next year. Nagulat na lang ako, what? And then siya na nagplano, magig, ano? Mananalo ko ng tournament. Ano, magkakalaban ano, PWN Championship. Sabi ko, ano, mag-main event na naman ako. <laughs> Sabi ko doon. And then, yan, yeah. Okay, okay siya. In a way na plat, uh, uh, naka-plat na siya hanggang next year. Hanggang this year's uh, Revolution X. Parang one year ahead. And, yun, yeah. Ang parang ginagawa na lang yun is pag may mga nangy- ibang nangyayari, palit-palit na lang doon talaga. Ayun. And to be very fair, uh, I don't wanna jinx it, but I think it it uh, also bears saying that PWR has had better injury luck over the last year. Oh, it's okay na. so far. So far. So far. Yes. I, I, I hope that it stays that way. Knock on wood. Parang wood But I hope it stays that way. You floor me. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, um, even d- despite the relative depth of the roster right now, I hope that the injury luck stays this way for 2019. Uh-huh. So... Uh, we find ourselves here today uh, na um, we're going up against si Kakai Bros this Sunday sa PWR Live Nice. Um, what, what's the most fun bit you've had so far since turning heel though? Kasi sabi mo yun nga, parang uh, mas, ano na eh, mas, mas free ka na eh. So what about it? Or what specific uh, moment made you realize na, oh, mas enjoy na nga ako? Ano, yung, yung anong, uh, any move na 
pwede kong gawin siya rin. Uh, nagagawa ko na. And then, hindi na lang ako nakatayo. As, yung face ako, nakatayo lang ako. <laughs> nakatayo lang ako na wala akong ginagawa. And then, yun, when I turn heel, parang ano, medyo ayokong gum- pumunta sa direction na na monster heel na nambubugbog lang. Yeah. So, yun nga. Medyo nilagyan ko ng kakulitan or kakinis nga sa character ko. And, nag-work naman for me kasi parang na-enjoy ko lang eh. Na-enjoy ko lahat ng ginagawa ko. Does it bother you or did it bother you knowing na kids cried because of us? Hindi <laughs> <laughs> ibig sabihin okay yung ginagawa niyo. Diba? <laughs> Sabi ko, bahala ka dyan, Mr. C. <laughs> <laughs> bahala ka dyan. Hindi ko nang pal na mabae. Has Nigel seen you perform since you turned heel? Uh, hindi pa eh. Uh, I think the last na nanood siya is yung Way of the Champion yung dalawang beses akong parang two straight matches ako na grabe pagod ko na. Yeah, kasi he went through the apocalypse and yeah. right after that GGL. Idea ko, pinitch ko lang sa kanila and then sinasabi, okay, Gina, nagulat ako. Sabi ko, pagandahan ko na. Ayun, kill JDL pa yun, di ba? Ah, oh, kill JDL. Pa transition na rin siya ng pagiging babyface noon. Mm. Ayun, pananood yung ano ko, medyo nagigets niya naman yung iba. So, pag nakita niya ako, nagbabam. Kina parang nagugulat-gulat siya. Yeah, ayun. You haven't told him the, the big secret about wrestling, have you? Mm, medyo. <laughs> medyo. Sa bahay, nagre-wrestling kami. Or ka-wrestling niya yung kapatid ko. Yan na lang kalabo ko sa bahay. So, gets niya. Nagigets niya na yung he, he, uh, he sees the business end of things. Hindi <laughs> ko alam eh. Bata pa naman. So, Time gu- gusto niya ang paglaki referee. Hindi ko ba. Nagigilan okay. ko ba siya. Gusto <laughs> <laughs> referee na lang eh. Yeah, yeah, referee. Oh, mag-referee ka na lang. Sige, sige. Referee ka na lang. Pero pag sinabi niya one <laughs> day. Pag sinabi niya one day, pag gusto mag-wrestler. Mag-referee ka na lang. Mag-referee ka na lang. Alright. Uh, so, um, you know, we're, we're on the road to Path of Gold. Path of Gold is happening next month. And um, it'll it'll be a year since your return. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's a special event uh, for you. Um, what goals have you set for yourself now? Because your initial goal was to come back in 2018. We've done that. We're a year into this current run. What's on your next? Uh, what's the next thing on your checklist? Yes. Uh, yun yun. The 2018 goal is makabalik nga sa ring. And then, ngayon, to 2019, nas pinaka-goal ko na rin is step up yung game ko. Uh, let's be honest, uh, marami pa talagang kulang sa akin. Kung isa-critic ko yung sarili ko, lagi ako nag-gas. Medyo pangit yung mga sinto ko. And yun yung mga gusto, yun yung mga gusto kong i-ice ngayon. Gusto kong step up the game, uh, step, step up yung game ko. And along with Sandata rin na, ano, na gusto rin namin ano, maging isa sa uh, foundations ng tag team division ngayon. Yeah, because uh, the tag team division is is pretty deep in PWR. Oh, so you think deep. about it. You have MSG, you have the Naughty Boys, uh, the YOLO Twins, the Punk Dolls, Kakai Bros, uh, Rebel Ranger and Ball, Endgame, Endgame uh, whenever the network decides to show uh, up. Naughty Boys, uh, wait. Yeah, so, I, two I teams worth the Naughty Boys. About. Actually, yeah, you have two teams worth of the Naughty Boys. So there, there are so many teams um, sa tag team division. So um, I 
I like where we are. Uh, of course, it, it it would be nice to you know get further in the game, and that only really happens when you step it up. That's why um, I've I've been writing some stuff. Uh, we can we can play around with this Sunday against the against the Kakai Bros, which I'll tell you off the air. <laughs> uh, but but for now, um, uh, you you've shared with us your goals. I guess uh, I I want you to. Uh, I, I want you to have this time to talk to the Revo Nation. Like they were the ones who were coming up to you during your injury. Mm-hmm. And then now uh if, if there's anything you want to say to them, feel free to go uh, to go at it. And uh, before that and yeah, it's a tag team division. Nung once na si Jan Sebastian sabi ko, ah ako na mag, ako, ako na bala sa tag team division. So parang half almost half di ko sasabing di ko na credit di naman ako nag self grab pero inya almost half ng ideas is to push na talaga na to iangat ng tag team division so which sobrang saya sobrang saya lang and yun nga sa balik tayo dun, sa revolution and sobrang thank you kasi dami nag PM sa akin uh, everyday since after ng injury uh, pag nakita nila ako is kinakamusta nga ako yun talaga yung nag-fuel sa akin eh. yung parang Ang nasa isip ko kasi na parang mindset ko na ah, hindi na nila ako makita mag-wrestling. So, most of the fans, hindi na ako ma- hindi na ako recognize or yung mga bagong fans. Pero nandun pa rin ah, yung mga fans na nakita sa akin is okay lang kababalik, kailan kang babalik. So, yun talaga. And ayoko rin naman silang biguin. So, ayun, nandito pa rin ako. Kahit masakit yung tuwot ko, babalik pa rin. <laughs> Alright. Better take it easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't be too hard on yourself. Because I, I, I see you in the locker room uh, right after the match. Um, you always have this intense aura after the match. Was intense kay after than before. Mm. There are some guys, and I'm not gonna say who, before the match, they get intense as well. But after, you know, na, na na. you're the opposite. <laughs> you're harder on yourself after the match. And I, I get it. You're a competitive guy. You want to show everyone uh, you can perform at the highest level, that your knee isn't bothering you, and that you can you can deliver. So, and, uh, I'm going to echo Rose's sentiments here and tell you to be easy on yourself from time to time. Both mentally and physically. Sa mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, that shit matters. I don't know after the match, I don't know if Parang after the match, painga, painga. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, Main Max, so proud to uh, call you, uh, you know, call you a friend, call you someone I'm working with very, <laughs> very you, closely. Thank you, at thank, that. You. Uh, thank you, Max. Thank and you. yeah, thank you so much for making time for us on the podcast. I'm happy that we finally made it happen. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the future endeavors come sooner than later. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you once again to my associate, Main Max, for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, it'll, it'll, it'll be fun if we get the entire MSG the entire cast involved Someday. one of these days oh. uh, we'll including Chris a, Panzer yeah we'll have a nice little tell all when all of this has been fully realized oh. right. in, in the meantime we're gonna end this week's podcast on a high note by giving you our picks of the week and I'm gonna start by picking the Smackdown Live gauntlet match in which Kofi Kingston got a very very good run uh, what, one hour plus na, he looked so legit I thought it was a good move because it's parang kit kit, Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's exactly why they did it. Because they they were an end. It was the 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 fresh ad like one a few days away. Yeah. So in order to put over the fresh ad, uh, replacing Mustafa Ali, you gotta make him go far. 
and he really looked good. Um, ang ang ganda rin nung layers that he added into his performance, the way that he was yelling at AJ Styles. I've been at this eleven years. This is my opportunity. Yep. Fight me, Ganyan. And then um, Corey and Tom just picking up on it, and then um, driving the point home on commentary. That was great. Uh, I I love the ending as well. Randy Orton just coming in and RKOing uh-huh. AJ for the win. Kaling, uh-huh. uh, sobrang kupa move. Sobrang timing yun. Ang ganda ng timing. Yeah. And um, towards the end of AJ Kofi, I was thinking to myself, "Tangna haba ng match nata." Uh, yeah. And then I zoomed out. I was looking at the playhead. Yeah. At what point will the show end? Because my Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I saw na less than a minute, na, I was like, "Ay tang ina ang galeng." Like I I knew it was just gonna be an RKO. Then bam, one, yeah, two, three. Yeah. So uh, it was brilliantly written. I love the performance from all six guys, and I'm super hyped for Elimination Chamber. I knew when AJ was standing there waiting for Randy and not even asking where he was. Yeah. <laughs> Na they were just milking the moment oh, na nakatalikod siya. Ang tagal mo nakatingin doon. Hindi ko tweeting sa'yo na paligid mo. And even if you didn't have the playhead, let's say you were watching live, you can yeah. kind of tell kasi you could hear the y- yung cheers from the fans like a crescendo na siya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was also waiting bit, for that. That's a bit of a giveaway na, oh, something's about to happen. Uh-huh. And I think those are things you pick up after years and years and years of oh, watching yeah, wrestling. Absolutely, absolutely. So yung, yung mga cues like, oh, but wala pa si wrestler X. <laughs> And then, but nakatingin lang siya. Wala Second siya version siya. ng voices, wala pa rin siya. Oh, tas, oh, yung mga fans, kung nagkakrescendo na, ah, some shit's gonna go down. Uh-huh. So there, that's my pick of the week. Alright, my pick of the week is from last week's 205 Live. It's the main event, Elimination Fatal 4-Way. Leo Rush, Cedric Alexander, Akira Tozawa, and fuck, who's the other guy? <laughs> fuck, who's the other guy? Uh, Davari. D- no, not Davari, not Davari. TJ, uh, Nice, Dar. No, 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 fuck. What the Man. The other guy, uh, Kendrick Gallagher. No, no, not either. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Because here is all one. All right. And is he the next challenger? Yeah, he's the next Murphy? challenger to Buddy Murphy. So it's like uh, one week after, uh, or a couple of weeks after the Royal Rumble match. So it was great. Um, uh, in a manner of speaking, it was pretty similar to the Gauntlet match in which uh, uh, Tazawa outlasted three other guys and. Made himself look really good and not. Uh, he looks a lot like the cruiserweight classic Tazawa that we seen the first time. All right, since the the elimination match, I just want to go back to Becky real quick because uh-huh. if we really are getting the th- triple threat, which I think we are, um, yeah, just make it an elimination match. If you're really dead set that uh-huh. oh, maka Becky Ronda, sure, have an elimination match. Have Charlotte be eliminated first by Becky, mm-hmm. kite five minutes into the match, and then you'll have your Becky Ronda. Boom, everybody's happy. Okay. And we can close the book on that. That ends episode 255 of the SGP Podcast. Thanks once again for making it this far. Thank you once again to Main Max for sharing his time with us. And thank you for continuing to support Philippine Wrestling by listening to this podcast and by attending our local shows. Next show coming up is this Sunday, PWR Live Nice. It is the day of... What's well, the day of All-Star Saturday night? So after you ng Slam Dunk Contest and 3-Point Shootout, you can watch... Uh, PWR Live Nice then the next morning you wake up Elimination Chamber boom ultra weekend of wrestling you can still get your tickets over at pwr.tickets at gmail.com or over on ticket2me.net and we still have our discounted prices so 399 for 1 1,099 pesos for 3 that's your Barcada bundle and if you want to avail of any of these discounts just slide into our DMs anybody from the PWR roster from J Serra all the way to JDL you can message anyone and get those tickets stat. All right? On behalf of our guest, May Max, and my indisposed co-host, Raf Camus, and Romanan, who's right across me, my name is Stan C. 
saying thank you once again, and we are out of here. Peace. Hey, this is for all my kids stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Woo!